back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. Matt Rule spoke today, so we're going through a few of his quotes. Uh, we'll welcome in Nick Sainert, of course, of Happy Hour, as we have the crossover getting ready for the Happy Hour coming up in about 10 minutes. But, Hi, uh, Nick. Yeah. Hey, guys. How's the life? Oh, not too bad. How's, uh, how's downtown looking? Did you go to buy downtown? I did. Um, I'm in this weird spot of first year where I don't have to go to school. And uh, all the other people down there are going to school. Like, all the freshmen are. Oh, yeah. Or, I don't even know if, like, Rush is going on for sororities and stuff right now. Is it? Um, so, yeah. There, there's a lot of people down there. And it's weird just not having to prepare for, for classes. Yes. But, hey. Is it nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. You're not doing school anymore. I know. I won't have to leave shows at 140 on Tuesdays and Thursdays this year, Rico. It's going to be crazy. Look at that. Nick will actually stay for his own show. Did your did your schooling teach you not to predict ten and two before the season, or, or were, were you leaning towards uh, no? It? Definitely the job has. Oh, the job. Um, definitely the job has, has taught me to not predict <laughs> ten and two. Um, not no, this I mean, year. Pra- practice was good this morning. Um, th- I mean, there's obviously a little little I, I want to say jitters, but um, excitement swirling mm. around uh, with a lot of the people down there because you're just you're less than twenty days away, and it's it's going to come up quick and. Uh, Nebraska is going to take the field against Minneapolis or against Minnesota in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. We're all we're all counting it down the days. Obviously, too. Remember, Week Zero games before that Thursday game, so you can get a little bit of college football in there. Uh, Nick will be able to right. watch his man crush Marcus hey, Freeman hey, you in know, You know where I'll be? I'll be glued to the TV <laughs> to watch Notre Dame take on Navy. Are you? Are you? Uh, and then have both Notre coaches be fired by the I'm end of the big, season? I'm not even a big Notre Dame guy. I'm a big Marcus mm. Freeman guy. Well, you are. I, I, I enjoyed watching like Marcus Freeman at Cincinnati as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, and then um, then he went to Notre Dame as the D coordinator, and then when Brian Kelly left, they promoted him internally. And then just all the, as Husker fans know, we can't just believe everything we see on the videos. Um, but th- they sent out all those videos of, uh, you know, Marcus Freeman like just going on the flights to, to recruit and try to like hold down the class that Brian Kelly had built and the staff had built at Notre Dame. Right, Cause he just like abruptly left. Yes. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to LSU. So now. he had to like go to, to every single recruits house and basically try to keep their commitment. Hey, they, I'm the showed, they showed like all the behind the scenes stuff hmm. of Marcus Freeman. It's a really cool. Video. Well, let me ask you this because I've always been fascinated by this. And, and now I they have, have Sam Hartman though. Yeah, that will help. Notre Dame will they, be good this they year. Got, they, they moved <laughs> on, or Drew Pine from moved on from, from Notre Dame and went to Arizona State, Drew Pine, and now uh, Wake Forest, former Wake Forest quarterback uh, Sam Hartman, who was really good. Isn't he really like the ACC all-time leading yardage leader or something like that? He's right. Uh, he's got some sort I'm of... I'm not going to say Sam, yes. I'm not going to uh, say no. Sam Hartman's a really weird story because he came... Or he was in at one high school, then transferred and followed his followed his high school coach to a brand new football program. Started up the football program. They like they don't win many games. They won like six games uh, his senior year. But he's a Division One guy that transferred from one high school that was real successful. Followed his coach to a really small town in South Carolina, I believe, and helped start or get this football program back to winning. And there's like there's documentaries out there with Sam Hartman to where they were practicing like in swamps 
Like it, it's super <laughs> wet. Like the grass was always I, soaking wet. That would explain why right? they didn't win much. And, and so like they they just had nothing. They didn't have very good gear. They didn't have really. They didn't have any facilities, and they just tried to to win. And Sam Hartman, this Division One recruit, goes and like helps lead this team to to five or six wins, which was most in like double digit years for this this high school down in, in the southeastern part of the country and then ends up going to Wake Forest and now transfers to Notre Dame. I was just going to ask you from, like, going to Catholic school because I had some friends yeah. growing up. There, a lot of Notre Dame fans, uh, families no. in there? Not really. No. 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 See, I, I mean, had a few No, no football, no had, touchdown Jesus? No. Yeah. No. No. Hmm. Uh, no. I mean, there's, like, some, I think. Yeah. I, like, I know of one family. He, he, he played in Nebraska. Like, they, his family's a big Notre Dame family. Hmm. Like, yeah. I knew that for a few for a few families. I don't know. And, and I wonder if that's, like, more if you're, like, not in Nebraska. You know, Nebraska is mm-hmm. such a strong football following that they're, you yeah. know, a lot of Catholic families like Notre Dame. Well, so Chubby Rhino says it on the text line. He, <laughs> he called it about – that's a great name, <laughs> Chubby Rhino. Um, but, no, Chubby Rhino says QB1 on Netflix. That, that's exactly it. But in that same season, Spencer Rattler is in that season. Yeah. And it was so weird. Like, I found myself more excited to see, like, Sam Hartman than Spencer Rattler because of the way that those two guys acted yeah. in that Even series. Even though Spencer was the best quarterback in that well, class. And, and, and people might forget this, that there was a guy by the name of J.D. Johnson who went to Pinnacle High School as mm-hmm. well, backed up Spencer Rattler, and was competing for Spencer Rattler's job while at high school. Well, J.D. Johnson, as a sophomore, ended up committing to Michigan. Well, then, by the time it was, he ended up having to medically retire from football. Oh. And so he couldn't play high school ball anymore. And then he ends up going to Michigan as just like a grad, not a grad assistant, but in a similar role mm-hmm. to where he's just like an assistant for the football program. Jim Harbaugh still wanted to come and be a, a part of the football program. That's pretty cool. Although he had to medically retire. Mm. So in this in this season, like J.D. Johnson takes some of Spencer Rattler's starts from him and like beats him out. And then unfortunately, we never got to see a college career of J.D. Johnson because – uh, he, had to medi- he, had to, he had to medically retire. So. Well, don't forget Spencer Rattler finished last season on a tear with South Carolina with Marcus Satterfield as the offensive coordinator. He did. Hopefully that uh, translates over to Nebraska. We've got a few things we've got to pay off here. Just a few quotes from Matt Rule before we get out of here. We're talking about the young freshman wide receivers. Uh, Matt Rule spoke of the importance of the next few weeks for those receivers. Yeah, you know, I- I'm, I'm giving them all an opportunity to play. I'm not, I don't know that we need any of the freshmen to play at wideout. We'd love to have them play if they're ready, but I got the older guys know how to play. You know that, that first game, uh, the team we're playing, that's gonna be a grown man game. You know they they, they play real football. Um, uh, you know it's, if, if I told our older guys, you guys want to win, you know you better see a bunch of uh, veteran players out there on special teams. You know you can't subcontract out winning to young players. Now some young players will be ready, some won't. Um, what you're hoping is that we're just gonna give our guys chances to get reps and play. And if they're ready, they're ready. If they're not, they're not. Because otherwise. You know, the freshmen, they'll start to put a ton of pressure on themselves and they'll start, you know, they can't sleep at night because they're so worried about making a mistake. And this is the game of mistakes, you know what I mean? So the older guys have figured that out. So if Malachi is ready, great. If not, he's going to be a great player here. He's an amazing young man with what the things he's done and overcome in his life. Uh, if he's ready, great. If, uh, you know, Jalen Lloyd's ready, great. If um, Jeremiah or Jaden's ready, great. But, uh, but you know, the older guys are the ones who will lead us through. And, I think one or two of those guys will step up. I really do, and be ready. And maybe it's game six. Maybe it's game seven. You know, uh, you know the new rule now for you can play four games plus the postseason. So hopefully these guys get to play five, five or so games and, and go from there. 
That's interesting because I think that changes a little bit of a thought for a lot of us coming in is that the freshmen are going to have to be forced to play. Uh, of course, some of the walk-on wide receivers have stepped up. But I do think that that is more of kind of the natural progression you usually see is it, it takes a few games to get under your belt before you can you can start breaking out. And that's that's typically, but you will also have guys that are just that dude stepping on campus. Uh, and those are few and far between. It'd be nice for Nebraska to have one, um, but it sounds like it's good to kind of plan for that not to be the case. I really like the line of you can't sub contract out winning. So you're going to have the older guys. You're going to have some of the starters playing on special teams. Whereas, you know, you have people who, who say, oh, yeah, just get the freshmen some time on special teams in those four games and then do that. But at the same time, okay, those four games, if they're all playing at the same time, you've got a good, you know, punting unit. And then after that, you go with the, the starters or the older guys who, who haven't been um, working on that as much because they've been working on offense or defense. And then, you know, for a game or two, it's a little shaky. I, I like the fact that he's he's going to have veteran guys doing special teams, doing punt, punt return, kickoff, kickoff return, um, just so you can have that experience and that um, – that knowledge of the game out there at all times. Well, I mean, Nebraska, they're, they're going to need guys to step up as they do every year. Like, you know, we always go in, we go into every single season where it's all right, this one position is thinner than the rest. Right. Um, and this year it just happens to be wide receiver. Take this with a grain of salt. J- Jalen Lloyd was the first one up in reps every single time for the group of young guys this morning. Mm. So um, take that for what you will. I'm not just saying read into it. I'm not saying not read into it. Um, but when, when they ran over, Garrett McGuire yelled, Jalen, you're up first. Jalen first. Jalen, go first. So there you go. Take it with however you want. I'm reading into it, and I'm going to think about that for the rest of the Lead afternoon. Receiver, Thanks, Nick. Jalen Lloyd. There you Woo! go. All right, happy hour. Coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket. Don't go anywhere.